Hey everyone, I'm Eric Thompson, and welcome to this week's Three Shifts edition by Six Pages, the source for far-reaching market shifts and what they mean. In case you didn't know, you can sign up for free on sixpages.com to have the Three Shifts edition and summaries of our deeply researched briefs emailed to you each week. And for those interested in our more in-depth analysis on shifts ranging from natural language generation to telemedicine to low-code, no-code, you can become a member at sixpages.com forward slash join. A membership will give you unlimited access to our member-only briefs and content repository. All right, let's get into this week's shifts. It's July 30th, 2021, and here are the three shifts that you need to know this week. One, Facebook wants to be a metaverse company in the outlook on virtual worlds. Two, can iron-based batteries unlock affordable multi-day energy storage? And three, Alphabet launches Intrinsic to tackle the persistent challenges in industrial robotics. Shift 1. Facebook wants to be a metaverse company in the outlook on virtual worlds. This week, Facebook announced the launch of its new metaverse product group, days after the Q2 2021 earnings call where Mark Zuckerberg declared Facebook's ambitions to become a quote-unquote metaverse company. The metaverse product group, which will be led by Instagram's VP of product Vishal Shah and sit under Facebook Reality Labs, combines the teams working on AR VR content recently acquired Unit 2 Games, which is the maker of the Roblox-like Krata gaming platform, and the Facebook Horizon social VR world. The Metaverse product group is drawing heavily from Facebook gaming, and reportedly hiring for hundreds of roles in addition to the thousands already at Facebook Reality Labs. It aims to build the quote-unquote connective tissue needed for a functioning Metaverse. The move draws upon Zuckerberg's view that the Metaverse is the quote, successor to the mobile internet, end quote in a market shift that Facebook wants to get ahead of. Industry observers have pointed to Facebook's late transition to mobile as possible impetus in trying to avoid the same mistake. Facebook's marked success with its Oculus VR platform probably has something to do with these lofty ambitions as well. The success of Roblox with its tens of millions of user-generated games has breathed new life into the idea of the metaverse, a single shared virtual world akin to Ready Player One, and its precursor, the multiverse of separate virtual worlds. NVIDIA CEO Jensen Wong believes that virtual worlds will be photorealistic 3D simulations inhabited by avatars and AI beings, with their own economies. Zuckerberg describes the metaverse as a, quote, persistent synchronous environment, end quote, or an embodied internet with the, quote, unquote, defining quality of presence. Metaverse believers think that these virtual worlds will become mainstream hubs of interaction replacing the social platforms of today. Users will hang out, socialize, consume content, work, and engage in transactions, interacting with digital objects and teleporting between environments in a highly interoperable, less limited, and more quote-unquote natural way than possible on today's internet. The experience can be immersive, for example through VR, or accessed in 2D through smartphones, PCs, and gaming consoles. Open-world games will be the entry point to the metaverse. And already, companies like Roblox, Mojang of Minecraft, Epic Games of Fortnite, Manticore Games, and Rec Room, not to mention a wave of startups, are staking out territory. Platforms like Roblox, which has 42 million daily users, and Fortnite are already evolving into social platforms where users can attend concerts, hang out at the mall, and buy millions of dollars collectively in digital goods. Virtual worlds will reach well beyond games into everyday activities, including education, live events, digital currency transactions, collaboration, and brands. 
Microsoft, for instance, referred to a quote-unquote enterprise metaverse on its own earnings call, viewing it as a new layer of the infrastructure stack where digital and physical worlds converge. NFTs, non-fungible tokens, will likely have a place in the metaverse. NFTs are unique digital assets that are authenticated on a blockchain and used to attribute ownership to digital assets such as art, digital sneakers, rights to a name, and virtual real estate. One virtual plot recently sold for almost $1 million, as speculators bet on real estate in the future metaverse. The human drive for status will come into play with assets that can be used in virtual immersive worlds, as owners of digital collectibles find ways to show off or otherwise derive status from their possessions. Control and ownership of 3D asset libraries also stand to be enormously valuable. If a multiverse of virtual worlds replaces the social networks of today, the virtual world platforms with the deepest ecosystems of digital assets will have an edge. Epic Games, which already owns the Unreal Engine marketplace, just acquired Sketchfab, possibly the largest 3D model repository and marketplace out there. It's the latest in a series of digital asset-related acquisitions by Epic Games over the past few years, which have included art portfolio site ArtStation, object and area recreation tool Reality Capture, photo-scanned asset library Quixel, and many more. The metaverse still has a long way to go. According to Zuckerberg, it needs, quote, new protocols and standards, new devices, new chips, new software from rendering engines to payment systems, and everything in between, end quote. This includes more sophisticated VR and XR hardware and software, graphics chips, immersive spatial audio, libraries of 3D assets, interoperable standards, and of course, more killer use cases. While Facebook believes the metaverse will not be built or run by just one company, the potential to be a driver of this ecosystem has enormous upside for the social media giant. Its quote-unquote billions in investment in the metaverse is rooted in a plan to bring quote-unquote hundreds of millions of users into its virtual world alongside its advertising and commerce business models. Translating its social and messaging apps, content and services ecosystem, and payment system to a more immersive metaverse has the potential to multiply deepen, and enrich touchpoints with its users and business customers. There's a whole lot of imagining that we have ahead of us before the metaverse takes full shape. While some may wonder whether the scale of Facebook's investment is too early, its commitment will likely jumpstart the next phase. For Facebook, the metaverse holds the promise of being less reliant on hardware and operating systems controlled by its rivals, for example, Apple. It does, however, beg the question, who will implicitly govern the metaverse? Because even in an open metaverse, we will likely see control points. To read more content related to digital assets and virtual worlds, check out our March 5th, 2021, Three Shifts edition, What are NFTs and why are they booming? And our March 12th, 2021, Three Shifts edition, Big Tech's XR race is picking up steam. Shift 2. Can iron-based batteries unlock affordable multi-day energy storage? Batteries are on everyone's minds these days, and iron-based batteries have picked up momentum in energy storage and electric vehicles, EVs. Last week, grid-scale storage startup Form Energy revealed its first commercial product under development, a rechargeable iron-air battery that can deliver electricity for 100 hours at a systems cost comparable to traditional power plants. The startup, led by ex-Tesla energy execs, also announced a $200 million round of funding led by its iron supplier, Arcelor Metal's X-Carb Innovation Fund. Tesla is also making a quote-unquote long-term shift towards iron, which is cheaper and more abundant than commonly used battery materials like nickel and cobalt. 
Form Energy's battery works through a process that rusts thousands of iron pellets through oxygen exposure, then releases the oxygen to convert the rust back to iron, a cycle that can prolong energy storage duration. The underlying chemistry dates as far back as the 1970s, but has never before been commercialized. Form Energy has the process working under lab conditions and expects to pilot the technology with a utility by 2023 with full commercialization by 2025. Its work rides in the acquired patents and air cathodes of long-defunct zinc air battery company Fluidic Energy, later renamed Nant Energy. Cody Friesen, Fluidic's founder, has backed Form Energy's efforts, saying, quote, When they succeed, there is literally no cheaper way to store an electron than in a reduced iron atom, end quote. The materials in Form Energy's large-scale battery systems, each cell is the size of a washing machine, will cost less than $20 per kilowatt hour of storage a threshold with renewables regarded as competitive with traditional fossil fuels. In comparison, the materials in lithium-ion battery cells, widely used in other grid solutions and EVs, cost $50 to $80 per kilowatt hour of storage. Despite their advantages, Form's iron-air battery systems are too heavy for cars and more suited for stationary storage. Uneven renewable energy supply and need for long-duration storage are perhaps the most significant barriers to retiring thermal power plants in achieving a reliable carbon-free power grid by 2035, Biden's target. Experts believe short-duration lithium-ion batteries, which typically can discharge for four hours, combined with emission-free sources like wind, solar, and nuclear, can generate 80% of U.S. electricity at a cost-competitive rate, but the other 20% requires multi-day storage. Form Energy's iron-air battery, which it views as complementary to lithium-ion, is capable of discharging for 100 hours, over four days. Form Energy is not the only player interested in iron-based batteries. ESS, which recently announced it would go public via SPAC acquisition at a $1 billion valuation, has an iron-based, long-duration, quote-unquote, flow battery that can deliver 4 to 12 hours of energy capacity and is already in production. Tesla is also moving towards lithium-iron phosphate, or LFP, batteries in its energy storage solutions and entry-level EVs. The chemistry has been around since the late 90s, but hadn't gained traction against nickel-based chemistries that have higher energy density. The key LFP patents held by Chinese suppliers are set to expire next year, opening the door to Western firms. Cost efficiency is particularly important for Tesla, which is targeting a $25,000 vehicle by 2023 and has rival automakers like GM and VW working to make EVs more affordable for mass-market consumers. Battery technology has long been resistant to performance cost breakthroughs. There is often a chasm between quote-unquote working in the lab and commercialized and deployed at scale with a viable business model. Companies have to place bets, and making trade-offs among materials cost, energy density and range, storage duration, durability and lifespan, and safety can be a moving target. For instance, some players are reducing their use of expensive cobalt in favor of nickel, but nickel prices have been skyrocketing and automakers like Tesla are now striking deals with miners to secure a supply. There's no shortage of lithium, it's commercial extraction that's the issue. So an advance that lowers the cost of extraction by 33%, what Tesla is claiming in its recent patent filing, could transform the market. Chinese battery giant CATL is also working to drive down the prices of its low-cost batteries even further with a sodium-based chemistry. With battery chemistry a major area of R&D going on right now, With thousands of potential compounds, how this plays out is anyone's guess. 
But since advances in battery tech will likely ride on investments by EV players and their battery suppliers, they're the ones to watch. Long duration and multi-day storage is not going away as a market, though it may take time to fully materialize. With the cost of wind and solar plummeting over the past decade, the incentives are there to figure out how to make renewables reliable. It's also getting attention and support from policymakers like the U.S. Department of Energy and the California Public Utilities Commission. It's not only iron-based solutions, either. There's a long tail of energy storage approaches vying for dominance. Among them, solid-state batteries, hydrogen storage, and compressed air energy storage. If you'd like to read more content related to batteries and electric vehicles, check out our January 7th, 2021 brief, Breaking Down the EV Barriers, Vehicle Range, Price, Charging Infrastructure. In our September 25th, 2020, Three Shifts Edition, Tesla's plan to cut battery costs by 56% within three years. Shift 3. Alphabet launches Intrinsic to tackle the persistent challenges in industrial robotics. Last week, Google parent Alphabet launched a new independent company called Intrinsic, spun out of its ex-moonshot factory after five and a half years of development. Intrinsic will build AI-powered software for industrial robots, aiming to make them, quote, easier to use, less costly, and more flexible, end quote. The company points to the persistent challenges in teaching robots to do things, a time-intensive process that is, quote, surprisingly manual and bespoke, end quote, today. While details are sparse, Intrinsic is using AI-based, quote, techniques like automated perception, deep learning, reinforcement learning, motion planning, simulation, and force control, end quote, to help robots sense, learn, and be more versatile across settings and applications. This has the potential to dramatically cut down on programming time. In one example, a robot was trained to complete a USB connection in two hours versus hundreds of hours. According to one estimate, just 15 to 20 percent of automatable tasks in the supply chain have been automated so far. Industrial robots have issues with inflexibility, lack of standard communication protocols, complicated programming interfaces, complex integration into production lines, and dexterity. Industrial robotics picked up steam during the pandemic, and orders for robots were up 20% in Q1 2021 versus the prior year. Startups are raising money to tackle specific challenges and use cases. Covariant, which deploys pick-and-place robots in sectors like pharmaceuticals, grocery, and fashion, just raised $80 million this week to expand globally. Warehouse automation startup Invia Robotics also raised $30 million this week, while robotic welding firm Path Robotics raised $100 million last week. Other notable players include enterprise robots-as-a-service firm Vicarious, Veo Robotics, Symbio, and Ambi Robotics. Automated fulfillment centers have also been in the spotlight, with Instacart announcing its partnership with automation and robotics vendor Fabric. Many companies, however, are still dealing with growing pains and the challenges of implementing robotics in real-world applications at scale. Grocery tech vendor Okado, for instance, recently had a fire and 800-person evacuation resulting from a three-robot crash in one of its grid-based automated warehouses. Walmart has had uneven results from its robot experiments, recently canceling a five-year deal for Bossa Nova's inventory-scanning robots and replacing them with humans. Even OpenAI recently announced it had shut down its robotics research team, concluding it could make more commercial progress in other areas that were more data-rich. We clearly haven't reached the quote-unquote plateau of productivity for the more generalized and less specialized use cases. Despite the challenges, however, industrial robotics are showing tremendous promise for making manufacturing and logistics processes more efficient, accurate, and safe. 
Alphabet hopes that access to Intrinsic's tools will also, quote, support a shift towards a more equitable way of making things, end quote. Today, 10 countries make 70% of global goods. The long-range implication, however, is that every country will eventually need industrial robotics just to keep up. To read more content related to industrial robotics and automation, check out our June 4th, 2021 Three Shifts edition, Instacart considers a massive pivot to automated fulfillment centers. In our May 22nd, 2020 Three Shifts edition, rising demand for robots across the supply chain. That's it for this week's Three Shifts edition. A reminder that if you'd like to read more content and you're not already subscribed, head to sixpages.com to sign up for free summaries of our deeply researched briefs and the Three Shifts edition straight to your inbox. Keep an eye out for our upcoming brief on what's next for quantum computing. And talk to you again on next week's Three Shifts edition.